about episode four of Hard Knocks uh, with the Lions. Wasn't able to jump on the, the horn last week. Was on a little bit of a vacation. Last week's episode was great. I really thought um, this one was even better. I think, you know, obviously that first episode was just so awesome with all the Dan Campbellisms and um, the hype around training camp. But, I mean, man, this episode, I think, was, was the best one so far just with the way um, everything flowed together, all the, the great storytelling by HBO. I mean, they're doing a really awesome job with this Hard Knocks. It's one of the better ones I've really seen uh, in recent memory. Um, I think it's it's being really well-received by the, the public as well. Really just great to see, you know, Detroit painted in this really, you know, awesome light and all that. I think the general public is going to be rooting for the Lions this year. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, obviously, hey, man, we're we're already in it. A lot of the players that were on the bubble in this episode have already been cut, basically. Um, the, the the way the team is, is shaping up this year is interesting. Uh, they're definitely in a better spot than they were last year roster-wise. We went over that in the in the Lions preview podcast that just dropped. Uh, be sure to check that out. One of my favorite episodes that we do uh, all year. Um, I guess just just off the top of my head, basically uh, instant reaction. Seems like uh, Malcolm Rodriguez is going to start at linebacker for this team. He does good things, as you saw, you know, in the in the Steelers game, the couple of clips that they showed. Um, you know, it will. It seems like at least for now, for sure, a steal in the sixth round. He's going to contribute on special teams. Going to start uh, at linebacker. That's exciting uh, in in some ways. Obviously, the Lions really haven't had a good linebacker since DeAndre Levy. We talked about that uh, on previous podcasts, but interesting to see him really get off to that hot start in camp and then really just continue to, to build on it, continue to gain uh, the trust uh, of the coaches. A couple quick notes on, on more stuff on the defensive side. As we saw in the Colts game, this secondary, um, you know, talking about the linebackers and Malcolm Rodriguez, they seem to be super weak on the back end in terms of the passing game. Saw it in the Colts game, gave up 30 yards rushing and then gave up 275 yards through the air. Um, that's so bad. And when you're dominating the team against the run so much that you're making them one-dimensional and can only pass the ball, and then you're still giving up 275 yards of passing against the Colts, that was apparent then, became more apparent during the uh, during not during the podcast, during the fourth episode of Hard Knocks there. Aaron Glenn talking about how the quarterbacks have completed over 70% of their passes in camp. Um, you know, the, the, the receiver room is definitely retooled for this year. DJ Chark, Amon Ross St. Brown, Josh Reynolds all seem to be playing really well. So still, that's not like the best receiver room in the NFL. You're going to struggle against the uh, Vikings who have Adam Thielen. They have Justin Jefferson. I mean, that's not going to go well for this team. I think that's probably going to be an issue all year, honestly, especially if that room takes injuries. You know, you have Jeff Okuda, who's been all right. Um, in the limited time he's played, he, he seems like he's having a good camp. He locked up that opposite job of Amani Orarie. Um, Amani, it was a really good player last year. Tracy Walker still at safety, but the other safety spot is basically Deshaun Elliott. And then if Kirby Joseph can improve, um, although he, he struggled during that Colts game, so I don't expect him to start necessarily. Um, and then not really sure what's going on at, at nickel corner uh, at the moment. We'll get more clarity on that as we head into uh, week one get through these roster cuts but 
the secondary is going to be an issue, I think, uh, the entire season. So that's just something to, I don't know, not something to monitor, but maybe just something to tamper expectations for this defense. Hey, this defense gave up something like the 31st most passing yards and the 29th most points last year. Um, I expect things to be a little bit better than that, but still there's there's a long way to go uh, when it comes to really rounding out this defense. And the, the, the defensive side of the ball was really the one hurt the most by the Patricia era. And he's running, he was running a scheme from the 1950s, and you're not just going to bounce back from a scheme like that after two years. Even before training camp, the coaches were talking about how finally this year they feel like they can run the defensive line the way they want to. As coaches, you want to run the scheme you want to run, but last year you're still dealing with a lot of players from the Patricia era who just can't do the things maybe that you want to do. And so this defense is still very much a work in progress. Obviously, the the defensive line still got after it against the Steelers. I think it could be a a point of strength for this team, Um, especially if Aiden Hutchinson is able to be like a three-year veteran in his first season in the league. Uh, certain, certainly seems to be trending like that. He's made a lot of uh, great plays so far in the preseason. Excited to see him uh, go a full 60 uh, against the Eagles in Week 1. That's kind of my thoughts on the defense. Offensive side of the ball, uh, I guess from from the Hard Knocks episode, seems like Craig Reynolds has locked up a spot uh, at running back. So I think you'll be seeing DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, Craig Reynolds uh, as the, the three-man backfield. Was was cool to see the coaches talking about him the way that he did, even though he played into the fourth quarter against the Steelers. Again, it seems like he has a roster spot locked up um, at, from that standpoint. I think the I think the team seems to feel really good about their starting five O linemen. Uh, that's Taylor Decker at left tackle, Jonah Jackson at left guard, Frank Ragnow at center, Vitai at right guard, and Sewell at right tackle. That group was all on the roster last year, but they didn't play a single game together. And I think. Going into this year, they're all healthy right now, and that's going to be awesome to see this unit play together. As for the backups along the line, even they didn't really talk too much about it. Obviously, offensive line isn't like the ratings driving machine for Hard Knocks. They're not really going to focus too much on it, probably. But you can tell that there's some questions in terms of the guys behind uh, that that starting O line, and. The depth can always be improved, but hey, if those guys stay healthy, I think we're going to see a really, really good offensive line this year, guys. I, I really think on paper they're a top five unit in the NFL. Hopefully they can put it all together. I think even, too, something we talked about in the Lions uh, preview podcast is how they want to use that running game to set up the deep ball plays. Um, ben Johnson wants, I would assume he wants to get Jared Goff to push down, push the ball down the field more. That was an issue Last year, it was an issue for Jared when he was in uh, Los Angeles. So really being able to use that running game, use that play action to set up those deep shots. You got like guys like DJ Chark uh, on the roster to go deep. Even a guy like Quintez Cephas uh, last year had some good moments going deep in early before he got hurt. And then you'll have Jamison Williams joining the team uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. People are saying maybe week five, uh, maybe week seven after that week, week six bye. Um, he's posted some some videos online showing his progress coming back from injury. So this offense has a chance, man. Um, it has a chance. We know uh, we've talked extensively about how Jared Goff isn't the answer. They seem to think he's had a great camp. Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, again, I think it could be more of the, again, thinking that, wow, Jared Goff is completing 70% of the passes against this secondary. 
that's not good. Um, Jared Goff, to me, showed what he is last year. I think the personnel is going to be better around him. I think Jared Goff is uh, one of the top 32 quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't think he deserves to be a backup or anything, but hey, man, when it's when it's Goff and you need to go to Green Bay, go to Chicago, play in the cold weather, um, that's never been his strong suit. The home and away splits last year show that um, as well. So, you know, I don't know if we get anything that we haven't seen before from Goff. Hopefully we get an elevated Goff, but then again, it's got to be something where you're really still evaluating him and, and seeing if he is going to be the guy going forward from the Lions' standpoint. Um, from my standpoint, uh, I don't think he's the answer. As as Lions fans, we often, you know, I'm guilty of this too. You see something that's not horrible football, and you start to think, oh, well, this this could work. This could work. This could be something that wins us games. And it's it's great to go 9-8 and eight and maybe sneak into the playoffs every once in a while, but you're trying to build a team that can win a Super Bowl. I mean, we can't lose sight of, of the bigger picture uh, as far as that's concerned. And Goff, to me, just isn't a guy that's going to get you a Lombardi. But, hey, this team is is still far from, you know, a Super Bowl contender. They're, they're building something. And, hey, man, I, as as much as we can tell from, from Hard Knocks, obviously the stuff is heavily edited and, and all that. But just as an observer from the roster standpoint, from how the team has, has looked a little bit in, in camp and in the preseason games, I think things are getting better. I think they're in a better spot than they were last year. And at, at this point, it's not all you can ask for. Obviously, you want to see them win games. But, th- you know, things seem to be trending in the right direction. I'd be surprised if they, you know, end up like 3-13-1 like they were last year. I expect this team to win more than three games this year. I expect them to probably win anywhere from six to eight games. And that's progress. Um, that is progress. Um you know, obviously looking to see what the coaching staff looks like this year. There's improvement offensively and defensively. And then Dan Campbell uh, made a lot of in-game blunders last year. Let's call it how it is. I like Dan Campbell. I don't necessarily think you need, you know, an offensive or defensive guru to be your head coach. I do think it helps if your head coach is an elite play caller uh, with the offensive NFL that it is now. You're not going to get that with Dan Campbell, though. So I've kind of let that ship sail for now. And, Hey, you see guys like Pete Carroll, Jim Harbaugh have great success in the NFL. I think Dan Campbell can be a coach like that, and we just got to see how this plays out. But as you know, as for the episode two, obviously the team struggled immensely against the the Steelers, really other than the pass rush um, and the defensive line. David Blau and Tim Boyle both got cut, which, hey, I mean, it's a little bit um, surprising to see a team go into these cuts with only one quarterback. They're going to pick a guy up off the waivers. Even, yeah, I don't think that's the wrong decision. If Goff went down, this team is going to be bad anyway. So, um, hey, it, it is what it is. I don't really know who they're going to pick up. Instead, they're going to have to wait and see who gets cut. So, <clears throat> that's obviously not good where the quarterback room is. I do put some of the blame uh, of Brad Holmes on that. But again, hey, man, this thing's a, a they're, they're trying to build it. I, I get the idea of bringing in a guy like Goff to help you build a team. I just don't think he's the future, and hopefully the team sees it like that. But hey, maybe he'll surprise all of us uh, going into the regular season. Um, so just just been a great season of Hard Knock so far. Looking forward to the last episode. I'm probably forgetting some of the more little details and stuff from the show, but was was really a great episode. Excited about this Lions season, man. I said it on the podcast. First time in a long time I've been excited about Lions football. This week one game against the Eagles is going to be telling. I mean, I think the Eagles are a really, really strong team. 
but they're also not unbeatable. I mean, is this is this this is a team that hey, if you're at home week one, bringing that energy uh, against the Eagles, they're they're beatable. This is a team that put up 44 points against you last year. I think they only scored six on offense. So you got to imagine they're going to be using some of that as motivation going into the game. But with Dan Campbell, right, you can't just motivate guys to, to beat a team like the Eagles. You can't even really motivate them to, to beat a team like the Seahawks. These are all, you know, high-level athletes, high-level football players. So you got to scheme it up, too. So maybe it all comes together for this team. If they beat the Eagles, I'll feel really good about the direction the, the season is going. If they lose to the Eagles, it's going to be um, kind of expected, and, and we'll see where the floor is it, it, to me. And I don't, maybe that's too much to put on week one, but hey, uh, it is what it is. Detroit Lions football, man, we're almost there. We're just, you know, under, uh, almost uh, two weeks away from, from kickoff. I guess under two weeks away from kickoff, which is just crazy to think about. They're putting together that 53-man roster. I think some of these guys like Cleo Pimpleton might uh, get added to the practice squad. Tom Kennedy got cut too. Um, maybe he gets added to the practice squad if no one picks him up. But uh, what a season of hard knock so far. Excited to uh, see uh, the last episode. I think they've shown the Lions somewhat in a, in a good light and uh, should be good, man. Uh, check out the rest of our podcast. Again, we finished up the division previews. We've got a power rankings episode coming. We'll have our full season predictions coming, and then we'll get right into it. Week one, uh, Lions are our best bets for week one. Our overall week one preview um, should be a lot of fun as we get into this uh, NFL season, man. I'm, I'm jacked up. So uh, keep it here on the BJP, baby. We're doing some big things. Let's go. Let's go.